When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. Here we are into the first week of October. Hope everyone's having a sustainable success week of great success. And if you're new to our show, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. We also encourage you to also follow us on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests share their words of wisdom and insights to help scale your business and personal life to the next level. Feel free to follow us and participate and comment at Sustainable Success 2017 and also at Sustainable Success Radio Show at the Voice America Influencers Channel. We welcome any uh, questions or replies that you may have and also let you know we are heading into 2022. So for those that are looking for some tips and advice on business planning and goal setting and so on, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to provide some insight and resources to help you for 2022. Again, feel free to reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com. So we got a great show today. Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing together alumni from all different generational types as ways to reconnect, meet new people, perhaps land your next new job or business opportunity. This takes all the noise out of social media and allowing those people that want genuine, authentic connections to really be able to share at a deeper level and really make some true connections. There are affinity programs available to those that are members of the Alumni Direct, meaning that things that you would normally not get elsewhere Uh, that you could uh, utilize for your personal lives as well as in your business. Feel free to reach out to them at www.alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Today, we're going to have a great show today. We're going to talk about boosting overall productivity and loyalty through authentic connections. And we're going to be talking to Julie Johnson, And uh, she is the uh, CEO of XY Communication. But let me give you a little background before we introduce Julie. Julie started her career in 1996 as a rookie with Smith Barney and, uh, you know, in Denver. By 2007, she and her team had managed over $1 billion in, in dollars. They moved their team and every client, including pensions, foundations, 401ks, family offices, and ultra HNW individuals to UBS in the fall of 2007, and then came you-know-what, 2008. We remember that. Julie was named uh, Senior Vice President with UBS. Her team received Barron's Top Advisor and Top Team Awards during her tenure. On multiple occasions, she is invited to speak at national conferences and consult on practice management, sales, and business development, as well as relationship management. In 2016, She received her behavioral finance uh, certification and began a career as a full-time certified coach, consultant, public speaker, and author. She was engaged to to consult with management, advisors, and teams and speak at such esteemed national conferences as Barron's and Fidelity, as well as several regional conferences, both in person and virtually with FPA, Forbes, Morgan Stanley, Wealth Management, UBS, Ameriprise, BNY, Mellon, just to name a few. So I could keep going on and on again, but again, you're going to find out more about Julie and how you can contact her as she, again, is the president and CEO of XY Communication. But get ready. We're going to be learning a lot today about how to boost your overall activity and loyalty all through genuine, authentic connections. And without further ado, we welcome Julie Johnson to the show. Julie, how are you doing today? I'm great, Chris. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. Appreciate it so much. You're welcome. Well, thank you for being here. And uh, Julie, we've known each other and we've spent some time chatting and we've uh, actually talked about this particular area. And, you know, with, you know, now with COVID, you know, what it's done, you know, and how, and the impact that it's had on just about every business across every different industry that's out there. 
you know, there all of these have affected productivity in, in so many ways, either for the good or the or the bad or somewhere in between. And, you know, and also loyalty, you know, loyalty being something that has really gone by the wayside these days or it has been in motion for quite some time. Not that it's something that just happened. And but but there are ways that we can increase that ways that we can bring that loyalty, that productivity kind of in unison if we're able to really learn how to connect at a higher level. Can you talk a little bit to kind of lay the framework, what you're going to discuss today here with us here on sustainable success? Absolutely, Chris. And and you couldn't be more right. I think the last year and a half, more than ever before, uh, because of the just, I mean, we we were thrown into something that none of us had ever experienced before um, in so many different respects. We were separated from our friends and family. We didn't know what we didn't know. You know, we didn't know who we could trust. We didn't know. I, I mean, there was just so much that we just didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that, and, and I don't need to tell you, for success, excuse me, sustainable success, one of the number one things that we must embrace and and just champion is trust and being able to communicate, being able to connect. And because that was basically ripped out of our lives in a period of basically 30 days for all intents and purposes, um, I think it, it potentially negatively affected all of us uh, in some way, shape, or form. Some were able to be agile and, you know, get back in the stream of things and say, okay, how can I help? Um, what can I do for my, my fellow teammates, my fellow, uh, you know, employees, um, investors, whomever your business might be in? Or, you know, family, friends, how can I help? And they were able to just sort of snap back into it. And others are still being challenged by it. So I think, um, again, the groundwork and the foundation of everything, business, personal, et cetera, is trust and respect. And it's the trust factor and the not knowing factor. And talk about lack of control, Chris. I mean, my gosh. Yeah, You know, we, we all have this sort of level of, we think we might have a little bit of, of control left in our lives. Well, that went out the window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, anyway, it, it just was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. So I, you know, I, I, I know that your family as well, and I'm so thankful. Thank God for that. I hope, you know, people that are listening to us today, um, I truly hope that everyone's families are, are safe. Yeah. So anyway, keep going. Absolutely. So let's talk about, you know, the reality of where, what companies are looking at, you know, right now companies are like, you know, in between we got people, some in the office, some that are working remote. Is that going to be permanent? Well, still up in the air, it, it, but some people may choose not to go back for whatever reason, but yet there's this, there's this, you know, if companies are going to get ahead, there is going to there has to be this loyalty because people are not going to go out of their way to do things if they don't feel respected or feel like there's some type of loyalty. There's some type of genuine connection on some level. What could be some of the things like right now within the reality of the landscape that we're in, you know, <laughs> the way things are that organizations can begin to look at you know, ways to bring people better together doesn't mean we have to be always best friends. Like we go out and have a drink after work, but we can, we can still really engage and be able to leverage our strengths, offset our weaknesses and be able to produce at a higher level. 100%. So, I mean, Chris, you and I could get into a, a political and a right and wrong conversation, but this is not the time or the place I would imagine. Um, so in, in my professional opinion, the employers, the corporations, the businesses who want to have that strong and maintain that strong loyalty factor 
and that trust and respect factor, they must, must, must utilize the opportunities and the tools that we have now that maybe we didn't have before or those businesses didn't have before to be able to figure out what is best for each and every employee. And for a corporation who has thousands of employees, that's tough. But it's easy to send out assessments, questionnaires. What can I do for you, me as a leader, me as your manager? What do you need from me in order to have you maintain? I mean, we got to run the business, right? That's, at the end of the day, we got to run our business like a business. So, yes, do we want to take care of our people in the best way we can? Absolutely. But we still need to be maintain efficiencies, productivities. Um, effective and productive communication, we got to get the job done. But what one of the benefits, in my opinion, that COVID brought to us was this extensive level of virtual communication and quick and decisive communication. So you're able to find out, okay, what do my, what do my employees, my team members need in order to stay effective and productive? How do I best give that to them while still keeping them accountable, still communicating, okay, here's the rules, here are the the things that we've got to get done, here are the deadlines, let's talk about it. Um, You know, there's so many different uh, facilitation vehicles, class, go-to meeting. I mean, there's so many even to bring up, too many to bring up. There are ways to get on it, stay effective, stay communicating, but still check in. How is this going for you? What do you need from me? And we want to be as empathetic and understanding as we can, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it goes both ways, right? There's a reciprocal nature of the business. We want to take care of you, but we need you to continue to help take care of us and get the job done. And I think when there's that open and very vulnerable conversation, that will implement all by itself a higher level of respect, a higher level of trust. People like to be in the know. What's going on? And so it's just, you know, again, it's communication, it's connection. Um, Go team. (laughs) Collaboration. All of that. And, And I think... The, the employers, the companies, the corporations to maintain that, continue to have that on a very active level, they will be much more successful with the loyalty factor, the return on investment, you know, whether it's investment in their people, investment in, you know, the virtual opportunities that they've provided for their employees to give their employees the, the choice. Do they have to come in or not? Um so I hope that answered that question. No, absolutely. We we we're getting we're coming close to the break here in about three minutes. Let's just let's focus. Let's just kind of uh, until the break. Let's look at the communication because the communication is so important. And oftentimes when we look at communication, people think they're communicating, but they're really are they really listening to relate and understand it. Is it really specific, clear, and concise, or is it based on assumption and speculation, which leads to misunderstanding, misperceptions, things not getting done? Talk about the clarity of and the importance of communication being very clear and specific. You you nailed it on the head, Chris. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, all of us, every single one of us, even those of us who do our best. <clears throat> to be very enlightened, empowered, in the know, you know, great communicators. We all have our preconceived notions. We all have our assumptions, our unconscious biases. As hard as we we work to be a judgment-free zone, be, you know, hey, I'm, I'm looking at you with a completely empty whiteboard. Let's talk. It's really hard because we all have our experiences. We all have our own knowledge based upon the history that we've experienced. So I think um, the best that we can do to be curious, 
the best that we can do to do the best we can to put ourselves in that person's shoes, what's going on for them. Um, not, well, I don't understand why that person thinks it's true this way, or I don't understand why they don't understand why I, what I'm asking them to do and by when. How you feel about it, of course it matters, but how the other person feels about it matters too. And so if you don't come, you and the other person or other people don't come to a reciprocal agreement where our all parties are kind of on board and understanding, it's a setup for failure. So we yeah. get curious and make sure you're not assuming that the other person is going to react or be responsive in a certain way because that's how you are. And just really, you know, it, it's a two-way street. It always is. And the more we remember that, the better we will be. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. So we got to go to break and I do want to, we got more to come from Julie when it comes to this particular area, you know, with communication. Again, uh, this show is going to be available on demand here later today. So we highly encourage those that are taking notes or are just joining us. You can listen to the show in its entirety here later today. We have to go to break. We'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're talking about boosting overall productivity and loyalty through authentic connections. I'll say that again, authentic connections. So again, if you're just joining us, you can also listen to this show in its entirety here later today, here at the Voice American Influencers Channel at Sustainable Success uh, Radio Show. And again, there is a lot of golden nuggets that Julie is sharing. So we highly encourage those that joined us late to listen to this show in its entirety, where you can get a lot of this information in the first segment. So, Julie, you had talked about, you know, you know, just some overall the importance of, you know, in ways that we can really bring communi- uh, com- uh, through communication, bring loyalty and productivity to the next level and helping to develop all, all develop through that communication with, you know, with authentic connections. Let's talk about further looking at, you know, how do we communicate even better through listening, like, you know, being, being able to ask questions if we don't understand something or seeking out resources that can help us so that we can begin to avoid those disconnects or people not knowing what they were supposed to do or being afraid to, you know, say they didn't know how to understand something, didn't know how to do something because you would be deemed as incompetent, how we can, you know, you know, make people feel safe, not in a codependent way, but in an interdependent way that people now can be more effective in their roles and duties and vice versa with each other. Perfect. Great, great layout. Um, so, one of the, I, I 
I, I don't like to call myself a generational expert because I think the word expert denotes that you don't have more to learn and we all have more to learn. But I, I've studied generations and genders and different communications and expectations for about, well, really 25 years now. And um, it is shown in so many different polls, Gallup, Pew, Harvard. I mean, I, I love statistics. It's one of my uh dorky things, I guess, uh, one of many, I might add. And um, statistic after statistic shows that a very large majority of people, especially women and people under the age of 45, love, 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 as much as a great salary and good benefits, being heard, feeling respected, feeling like what they're doing matters and they have a seat at the table. And so for anybody that doesn't understand, you know, why is this person trying to talk during the, the, you know, the big sales meeting? Why is this person trying, you know, asking these questions, you know, when maybe, you know, I'm 50, I'm 50 plus, I would just kind of sit and wait to be called on. The younger generation is not that way. Some of us that are older might say, well, that's rude or that's inappropriate or don't they know their place? But in actuality, they feel that that is their place because that's how they were raised. They were raised to contribute. They were raised to ask questions. They were raised to be collaborative. And so if you're basically treating them like they're there to be seen and not heard, that's not going to work. And um, so it, it is making sure that there are open lines of communication, um, making sure, again, that there, another thing that's very important to people under the age of 45 is that they feel like there's always an opportunity to learn, right? Yeah. There's always, and, and also give them an option of how they're going to learn. Do they want to listen to a video? Do they want to listen to something, you know, that they're, when they're driving home, do they want to read something? And different ages, different people, different individuals like to learn in different ways. We, are, we now have the different modalities, thanks in some degree to, degree to COVID, to empower people to learn how they best learn, to listen to meetings, participate in, the, in meetings in the way that is best and enables them to be most attentive. So if nothing is a cookie cutter anymore. We all know mm. there's, you know, four, maybe even five different generations in the workplace, consumers, investors, whatever you might be, that if you're not making sure you know who your audience is and making sure that you're communicating in the way they want to communicate or, you know, receiving feedback, asking for feedback, um, you know, there. I, I wish we had like a whole hour today, Chris, because there's so much stuff that is so interesting about the different generations. And yes, they're all individuals, but we have so much statistically information, interesting information that enables us to really connect with those people. And by connecting with our audience, whether that audience is one person or a thousand people, the better job we do about doing our homework, researching who they are the better we're going to connect with them, the better they will engage, the better that trust factor will automatically be built. And um, there'll be a feeling of, again, that authenticity. If we're curious enough to learn about who they are, that immediately shows them a level of respect and enables them to hopefully trust us. And then we're able to break down those walls, build those conversations, have those really important communications. That was a lot of information. Um, yeah. So thank you. <laughs> no, absolutely. What would be, now, when you think about, you know, the, the communication is so important. So talk a little bit about the leadership aspect of that. Like when, when we talk about bringing, you know, boosting this overall productivity, you talk, you I mean, communication definitely has to be something ongoing and improving that from a leadership capacity, who's responsible for this? Is it, is it a few, is it like from the CEO? Is it from the, the head, you know, head of the business unit? Is it, or is it everybody, everybody's responsible 
in leading in some capacity, regardless of, of title or position? In all the studies that I've done, Chris, and all the reading that I've done, the answer really is everybody, right? Everybody, the, the more leadership across, down, diagonally, whichever way, you know, to, to encompass everyone in the company, the more we are all able and willing and feel comfortable and safe to say, I don't know what I don't know. Help me figure it out. Whether it's, again, the boss, anyone. If you're, if, if you need to work for a company, and if you're the leader, you need to be a leader who enables your people to say, I don't know what I don't know, but I want to find out. How, you know, what's the best way for me to do that? And for leadership, too. There's no way that they you know everything, especially when it's somebody who's a completely different background than they are. Don't assume that you know. So ask the questions. Facilitate those questionnaires, which, you know, they don't have to be a pain in the butt. They can be done pretty quickly, pretty efficiently, and then utilize the information that they give you. Pay attention to those statistics, or if you don't have the ability to do that, might ask again, Harvard, Pew, some, you know, Penn Blanchard companies, there's so many different organizations out there that have done so much fabulous research that's right at your fingertips. And so, but, so, you know, best case scenario, even with the largest corporations in the world, they're able to bring everyone together, and the leadership is able to talk to everybody. In reality, we all know that that only kind of works, right? But you need to be able to empower. Leadership needs to be able to empower, then, the level of the people that talk to the employees, the level of the people that work with the employees. The employees need to be empowered, right? So there needs to be a response reciprocal level of communication and a reciprocal opportunity to say, I understand you want this deadline. I understand you want this task done by this time, but here's what I'm, what I'm running into. I need help. And to be able to say that and, you know, not feel like you're going to get proverbially kicked in the teeth or you're not going to be judged. You know, it's a team effort. Everybody needs to be able to jump in together and to have, the ability to say, I don't know, can you help me? That's scary, right? So you want to empower your people to ask those questions, to, to come to you and say, I need help, or to come to you and say, I can't get my arms around this decision. Can we talk about it? And then, it, you know, again, it's just it's the power of the, the listening and the reciprocal communication and even if you don't give them the answer that they want, there's still a level of respect and connection that's been built. And that will give you efficiencies and connections and productivity and respect. It will maintain loyalty, um, all of those things just by listening. Does that help? That makes absolutely, absolutely. And I think it, it, like you said, the, the fact that you said that this is across the board, it, it's not like regardless of title or position, it, it, you're not waiting for someone to do it. You're, you're taking that initiative yourself to do that yourself. And I think that's so important when you can, and, and talk a little bit about like, again, the, you know, when we're building that, that productivity and loyalty to those authentic connections I mean, you're, you're, in essence, you're building a thriving culture. You're building a culture that's not codependent, but in a way that's, that you, you, we understand our role and our duties, but we can, be, we can work together interdependently. So we actually complement one another. So, so true. So the more the, more the management can, can define and lay out um, the jobs, the roles, the tasks, the deadlines, the expectations, and then ask for, hey, you know, check in with me daily or check in with me once a week. Or, you know, it's, again, it's not a cookie cutter answer. It's, it's case by case, business by business, team by team. But the more that you can enable and empower that individual person or that team to act on their own and then bring you the resulting uh, 
final project, final whatever it is, and feel amazing about it because they were empowered to get to do this, that's going to make them excited to go to work, whether it works in their kitchen, their living room, and their or their office, you know, downtown. doesn't matter. But it, it's up to the leadership to communicate the why, the when, the how, or and maybe not the how, but the why and the when. Here's how I would do it, but if you have a better way, a more efficient way, a faster way, go for it. Let's check in with each other, see how things are going. Do you want to empower your people to try things, even if, you know, as long as the end result is fantastic, why do you care how it got done? I mean, that's a very broad statement, but you understand what I mean. So, it's, again, it needs to come down to very clear sets of communication, being accountable, again, in a reciprocal way. It's not a, a, you know, dictatorial methodology where you're saying, okay, I want this done. Go figure it out. That's setting everybody up for failure. So, the more that you can communicate in a fashion that is clear, and, again, that, that leads me to another point. Just because you think it's clear... Don't assume that the people who are receiving your email, your Slack message, your task, know it's clear. Say, if you have any questions, please let me know as quickly as possible or along the way. You have to have, you have to give them the ability to come to you with questions, okay? And try as hard as you can not to get frustrated. I know sometimes we're, you know, and, and, and if sometimes you do get frustrated, say to them, hey, I'm sorry, I'm up against a massive deadline. I apologize if my tone seems short. Um, you know, you're doing a great job. Thank you. So, you know, people forget the power of the words please and thank you. We jet out these emails. We jet out these texts, these you know, again, you know, Slack messages or whatever the, the task and CRM or what have you that you use without a please and a thank you. And it takes less than a second to type those words, and it goes yeah. such a long way. Absolutely. So. No, so, so important. So, Julie, we got to, well, less than uh, about a minute and a half to the to the break. Let's summarize. So yeah, let's summarize. Some of the key points that you had talked about, again, creating that, that, you know, that, you know, that bond, again, we're talking about relating to understand, being, being resourceful, being the example, leading by example. If you could summarize some of those key points. A hundred percent. You know, I, I think, again, just remembering that the word reciprocal, it goes both ways, right? You need to make sure that your people are with you. And even if they're not with you, at least they understand enough about what's going on to respect it and to feel like they were a part of it. So then they'll stick with you. Admit when you don't know what you don't know without judgment, without repercussions. Enable your people to talk to you. Or if you don't have the time, say, listen, I'm so sorry, I don't have the time, but, you know, so-and-so is expecting your call, Right. It's like talking to your family, assuming you oh, have yeah. a good relationship with your family. And it's yeah, just, you know, it, it, and don't assume. Yep. Stay curious. Um, that, I mean, it's, I know it sounds easy. It sounds yeah. huge. But you can always call me and we can talk about it. And, yeah, and I can get more specific with you. Well, no, it was great, Julie, for summarizing that again. Uh, we got more to come on this. This is, uh, again, very, uh, very important information for any size organization. This is not just for corporate Fortune 500. This could be for small business as well. So we hope you're taking notes. We got to go to break, but we'll be right back. We have more to come with Julie here when, it, when we're talking about boosting overall productivity and loyalty through authentic connections. We'll be right back after the break.
What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here with Julie Johnson. She's the president and CEO of XY Communications. We're talking about boosting overall productivity and loyalty through authentic connections. Today's show is being brought to you by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing together alumni across all generation types. Again, they offer affinity programs, things that help you and your business and in your personal life and also developing authentic connections, exactly what we're talking about here today. Check them out at Mm -hmm. alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. So Julie, we had talked about communication, leadership, playing a very important part in really bringing people together authentically that will help to boost productivity and, and loyalty. So now it's about what sustainable success is about. What are, what are the things that we can do within our power that will allow us to sustain that success over time, even through any obstacles, challenges, setbacks? Let's talk about the wellness component because wellness, and it's not just physical wellness, but we look at wellness overall and how that can help sustain everything that you share today and helping people operating at a higher level in terms of coming together. Exactly, Chris. I think, um, you know, it, you, you can't really, <laughs> going to say turn the page in the paper, but that doesn't really pertain anymore. You know, you can't flip a screen on your computer or whatever without hearing and, and potentially seeing a headline about anxiety, you know, going back into the office versus not getting a, a vaccine versus not. You know, there's so many personal decisions that are also being made public, you know, going back to work or not, going back into an office or not. And and there's so much anxiety just with all of that by itself. So what can we do to help our employees, our team members, our leadership, our management to lower the level of anxiety through improved connection and through through improved communication, right? So I remember, as you said at the beginning, I started in in 1996 with Smith Barney literally smiling and dialing. For those of you in your 20s and 30s, you may have no clue what that means, but and that's not meaning to be demeaning. It just shows how old I am. Um, But we literally had to make 100 phone calls a day. It worked. So I can understand, you know, why that was required. But, man, did it get exhausting, right? And it's when, when you know, all you're told is, okay, how many sales do you have today? How many contacts have you made today? How many outreaches? How many this? How many that? It's like basically, okay, I had a great day yesterday or last week. And all you feel like is, okay, well, that's great, but what have you done for me lately? And that's exhausting. It's really exhausting. And so 
even when we're in that circumstance, and and of course, COVID has put a massive wrench in that for those of us who enjoy meeting face-to-face as opposed to or perhaps in addition to, you know, this virtual modality or on the phone or what have you. Um, I remember a long time ago when I figured out how to alleviate the stress of a sales call, it was when I realized the thought about it, okay, rather than having every call be a sales call, having the pressure of closing something or selling something or, you know, making sure that there's a next step. When I realized, you know what, I'm going to think through my, my discovery questions. You know, I've done my research. I know who it is that I'm calling. I know a little bit about them. What kind of questions, if I was meeting this person, say, for coffee, um, and building a new friendship, potentially, seeing, you know, if this could turn into a nice new engagement, what would be the questions that I would ask there, and how can I perhaps incorporate the questions that I need to know to know if they're a good prospect or a good potential relationship? And you can do both. You can ask very, you know, friendly, you know, everyday questions, engaging questions. The more relaxed you are, the more relaxed they will be and vice versa. And so if if you've gone and you've prepared and you've done your homework, but you're also realizing I don't have to close something during this conversation. I don't have to walk away with a, you know, a signed piece of paper or a, you know, a contract of any kind. Just get that out of your head for the first 30 minutes. Have a conversation, right? Have, just be relaxed, get to know the person. Everyone's walls will come down. You will be shocked and amazed in a wonderful way, hopefully, when you know how, if you know how to navigate certain personalities, um, it, you'll be so happy and relieved to realize you're learning so much about that person that's going to help you business-wise, but it felt like a very authentic and comfortable conversation. And the discovery is in the details. If you know what questions to ask, and you've thought about what questions you need to find out ahead of time and how to pepper them in with the other questions you want to just converse with the person, then before you know it, at the end of the conversation, you're able to pretty easily say, all right, here's, here's what I would like to see as our next step. What do you think? And it's all about, you know, people who say they don't write a script, before a sales meeting or a script before an introductory conversation, they're missing out. Because if you have a script that is different dependent upon the person that you're speaking to, that you're talking to, it just it's not meaning that it's less authentic. It's still you. It's just you are asking the questions that you need to find out in a way that feels comfortable for you. And you are also able to navigate those questions and maybe mold those questions so that they fit the personality, the cadence, the vernacular of the person that you're speaking with. That was, again, a really long answer, but it's important because you need to know yourself well enough to know how you want to ask the questions that feel comfortable for you, that you relax. You need to know enough about the other person so that you have an idea of how they're going to respond to those questions. And then you just sit and you chat, right? It's not, you know, bam, bam, bam. You know, it doesn't feel like a sales call. It feels like a conversation. Mm. How does, that, does that work? Does no, that it does good? work. Does that resonate? Absolutely. Absolutely. Some great, great points, what you shared there. Uh, No, absolutely. I think it's so important. 
And, you know, what would you it's recommend? It's amazing to me, Chris, really quick. It's amazing to me still, still to this day, the number of people, and like anybody, we are bombarded with LinkedIn messages, Twitter messages, Facebook messages, emails, even though we didn't provide the person our email address. And all it does in this message is talk about what they provide. They have no knowledge of who I am, if I have a need for what they're providing, if what they're providing is going to help me in any way, shape, or form. And eight times out of ten, nine times out of ten, unless they're lucky enough to have hit a hot button, that is, oh, yeah, actually, I do need that, I delete it. Yeah. And so if you ask the question that is potentially, you know, it's broad enough but meaningful enough, but it's potentially going to get that person's attention, you're, you're so much further right out the gate. Um, and it's not that hard. It's really not that hard to, to have a paradigm shift. Thank you, Stephen Covey. Um, have a paradigm shift. Think about what are they potentially going through today? What, what's keeping that person up at night? Maybe. Um, you know, if you think it through ahead of time, you have a chance of, hey, are you struggling with this? Are you experiencing this? Here's maybe how I can help. Would you like to spend five minutes having a conversation? I'd love to get to know you better. And, and so, I mean, it's just, it, it still shocks me that people don't do that today. But anyway, I, I interrupted I you before. Sorry. No, I agree. I agree. So, so important. And so what would be like, like if you look at a, an organization, what would be when it comes to this area that you talked about, what would be, what could, if they take, if they could just start one place to, there, what would they, what would you recommend? Depending upon what the size of the company. Let me define that. Pardon? Define that for me a little bit more. Oh, I mean, like, just like what you had talked about, like what would be that first step? You know that somebody that that an organization, regardless of size, could take that first step and start putting something into place to kind of put that into motion. So, as an example, let's say, and I, I'm I'm assuming, let's say we're uh, let's say it's a sales organization, and they're relying. It could be any on organization wherever you think that, that aligns. Yeah. Okay. So any organization where you're trying to connect with other people, right? And that could be internal other people, right? It doesn't matter. If you start a conversation always, always, always by how are you? What's going on for you today? They're like, wow. You know, that, that <laughs> the first thing that they see in that is that, oh, this person that's sending me a message is asking, how am I, rather than, I need you to do this, or I can sell you this, or I have this service that I would like you to consider. And every, every time in that, it was I, right? Whereas, how are you doing? You want to show the person on the other end of that message, email, whatever it is, that even though you don't know them from Adam, or maybe you do, but if you don't, either way, you care enough to ask, how are you doing? Yeah. And, it, I mean, that's, that's the best starting point for any conversation, in my opinion, is you always want to make sure, I mean, that's, that's automatic connection, automatic engagement is, you know, how are things going for you? And it's just, it's easy. It's easy, it's simple. And then you got to remember to pause and listen to their response, not just blow right past it. (laughs) Does that answer your question? That that definitely answers the question, no doubt about it. Yeah, thank you. Good. So, you know, we're getting down to the end of the show, and I wanted, I mean, we still... But if you wanted to kind of just sum everything that we that you talked about today, 
about boosting productivity and loyalty through authentic connections. And I wanted to leave the you know, last uh, few minutes so that you can let people know what you're up to, where you are, and how they can get a hold of you and something you like to offer them. If you could just summarize in 30 seconds to just everything you shared today, and, and that would be wonderful for the audience. Absolutely, Chris. So people are exceptional BS sniffers. They can detect a BS factor often, right? So you want to do everything in your power. It doesn't matter what your role is to be you. When, you, when you're communicating with another person, do so as authentically as you possibly can so that no matter what you're saying to that person, it doesn't come through as BS. If you are like, well, how the heck do I do that? Call me, email me, we'll figure it out together. Um, but authenticity is something that is so, so important. And again, as, as these younger generations, people under, you know, 40, 45, and women, no disrespect to, you know, older white men, but um, this younger generation and women are just, it's literally a neuroscientific fact. Our brains are built differently, and so we're more sensitive. We're yeah. more empathetic. It's not necessarily better or worse, as yeah. some may say it is, but it's different, right? Yep, so absolutely. get out of your own way, figure out how to make sure that uh, you are being very authentic and communicating and connecting with the other people the way they want to hear you. Absolutely. We got lost in a minute, uh, Julie. So I want to make sure you, we have enough time to, before we close out the show. Let people know how can they get in contact with you and something you like to provide them. Thank you so much, Chris, and thank you everyone listening. I would be honored to have an opportunity to speak with anybody that's listening today. Um, I am offering a one-hour free coaching opportunity. Uh, no obligation. You can text me. My number is 303-726-8976. Again, 303-726-8976. Or my email, Julie, J-U-L-I-E, at xycommunication.com. No S on the end of communication. So J-U-L-I-E yep. at xycommunication.com. I would love to hear any questions from you and get to know you and talk further. Thank you. Thank you so much, Julie. Julie, thank you so much for being here with us today. We greatly appreciate you. And listeners, we appreciate you here each and every week here coming here, the Sustainable Success Way. We promise to bring people like Julie in each and every week to provide value, to elevate your business and personal life to the next level. Till next time, we'll see you next Thursday at 12 uh, p.m. East Coast time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.